Hey everybody, welcome back to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 13, His Leading Lady. back with Joey and Dawson in their little cold open watching movies in his bedroom like we never left. We are. I love it. Happy to be back. It felt so comfortable. This episode first aired February 3rd, 1999. Um, The Netflix episode summary says Dawson's new film mirrors his failed romance with Joey and the truth about Andy's medication stuns Pacey. So that's neat. Um, It was written by Darren Goldberg and Shelley Mills and directed by David Semmel. We know all those names so well. VIP. If you're, yeah, you want to make a VIP episode, you get a VIP cast and crew. And that's what we've done here. Yes. And it was a great episode. I loved it. Yeah. I Which it. is surprising because it's based mostly about Dawson's film, which <laughs> seems to be a recipe for disaster for me. But um, it was a great episode. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it as well. Uh, before we get into this episode, I want to tell you about something that happened this weekend that I was like... Normally, I tell you immediately, but I wanted to wait for the podcast. So I could tell oh, you so I get my reaction live. Yeah, so I All went right. to Disneyland because um, it was my time for the reservation. Now that Disneyland is back, you have to make reservations. And I was standing in line with a friend for Indiana Jones. We were just like shooting the shit, and uh, we met. We made friends with somebody in line, a youth, a twenty-year-old, mm. which twenty-year-old <laughs> pre-med. I was like, oh my god. I literally said, I hope the boulder kills me on this ride because, uh, you know, remember being young, having your whole life ahead of you. Like being able to make smart choices, like going to med school. Yeah. 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 Then she asked what we do. And I said, "Um, it doesn't matter. The boulder's (laughs) going to kill me. (laughs) If there's any hope for me in life, it won't matter what I'll do. Uh, Anyway, so (laughs) I, I don't know how it came up, but I like joking, jokingly said, I make a podcast about a 23 year old television show that show is older than this person older that i was talking you. to and she she was like i love dawson's creek huh yeah so gained a listener on the indiana yes. jones ride shout out to the indiana jones fan yeah uh shout out to maddie her name is maddie oh how cute i love that name it's a great name yeah too. so there we go it's a very 20 year old name What's yeah. up, Maddie? Number yeah. one in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Number one in our hearts and mind in that moment, that's for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, so the point is um, the ground campaign is working. Yes. People are loving the show. <laughs> Nothing is more powerful than word of mouth. Yeah. First stop, VP. Second stop, Indiana Jones ride. Third stop, Philadelphia cream cheese. What's up, Philadelphia cream cheese? We're waiting on you. <laughs> anyway, back to this, uh, this sweet, sweet. Growing in Popularity podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, cold open. Back with uh, Joe and Doss. Yeah, Dawson making things awkward like we never left it. Who like brings things things up like he does? Yes. After this movie's over, he immediately is like, hey, so we did pretty good as exes who sit and watch movies together. Am I right? <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, just shut. And I cannot stress this enough. The fuck up. <laughs> Have some chill somewhere. <laughs> Sometime in this series, please <laughs> just once. have some chill. He also wants to have Joey help with the casting because I guess Joey's back now with the movie now that they're friends. 
Yeah, I mean, every, yeah. It also seems like Joey's, like, a little hurt that Dawson's, like, so okay with where they are in their relationship. Like, he's cool hanging out again, just, like, pretend like it didn't happen. Uh, And Joey seems a little not super thrilled. Well, yeah, he's a guy and she's a girl. So this is all very standard. Yeah, she was that. like, yeah, no, I let, you, I let you go and move on. And she was like, no, totally, me too. Same, 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 same. Dawson's yeah. like, no, nah, I'm good. And certainly in seven years, I won't immediately recognize that I was sad t- the other day. And then that won't play out in some pretty terrible ways. And I won't right. use learned behavior. Well, he, he's <laughs> letting all of his emotions come out in his work, mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. major motion picture. Yeah. Also, some A-plus acting here from uh, Katie Holmes. When Dawson says, like, he's uh, learned to let go and he's fine. um, And she's kind of let him go. I don't know. It's like a measured look. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Measured little look from from Katie Holmes. The queen of measured looks and tendrils. Mm. Yes. Uh, Act one. Joey's art class has moved moved on from naked man to uh, naked lady. And we'll talk about Naked Lady in a minute. Um, But first, (laughs) Dawson just busts in. No boundaries, this guy. (laughs) Also, why isn't the door locked? Yeah, I mean, there's a naked person in there. Feels like there should be a sign. Bare minimum, a sign. Hey. um, Limited student, please. Only if you're in this class, a.k.a. a college student or this 16-year-old or 15-year-old that we've allowed <laughs> to take this class. Well, she's a professional artist now. And she's a prodigy, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's not... Also, like, she's a producer on this film. She's not going to read every fucking draft. This draft oh, is going to be on the stack. It's going to go on her desk. It's going to... She read the first draft. She'll get to other things. She's not going to read this draft. She's going to read the first and last page, and then that's it. Yeah. That's all she needs to read. That's all she needs to read. She can just... Hold it in her hand, feel it, and go, you're over budget. <laughs> <laughs> like a real producer. Feels expensive to me. <laughs> that naked lady, by the way, is the one, the only, Rachel Lee Cook. Bow, bow, bow. I was so excited when I saw her name in the opening credits. Ugh. Man, That's she's so, so cool. They don't make 90s actresses like they used to. They don't. So everyone knows RLC, but for fun. RLC is what we're going to call her because Rachel Lee Cook is a uh, long name. I, that's what I wrote RLC in my notes. Oh, we're so cute. I love oh, us. We are. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, here for fun are a few of her credits. Babysitter's Club. That was her first thing she did. St- just out of the gate with the Babysitter's Club. <laughs> Icon. She's all that. Never heard of it. Josie and the Pussycats. Soundtrack still slaps. <laughs> the soundtrack for Josie and the Pussycats went gold. Wow. Yeah, yeah that was a moment back then. Um, 1114, did you ever see that? It was an indie film. No. I remember watching it in film school and, uh, all of our pretentious dumbasses were like, this is incredible. Yeah. It's all about like an event that happens at 1114, but you see it through like a bunch of different, um, scenarios. AM or PM? PM. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Big difference. Um, Tangled, not Tangled Rapunzel, which is my favorite Disney movie, but Tangled, which is another indie film. But fun fact, one of my teachers, one of my um, film teachers was the director of that movie. Oh, cool. So that's exciting for him, probably. And um, she's just been in like a million things. Uh, She also just wrapped the She's All That reboot. He's All That. Oh, is he, though? I don't know. I can only assume not. (laughs) 
<laughs> Probs not. Uh, and that's RLC. Cool. She's here. She's here, and you're going to see her a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're at Andy's house with Pacey checking out his butt in the mirror while Andy takes her meds. Relatable. Very relatable. Do you look at your butt in the mirror? Totally. I don't. Oh, well, if you don't look, no one else will, baby. Oh, they're looking. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Um, sometimes at work, because the mirror, you know what it is? I'll tell you why I don't, because um, I don't have the right height of a mirror. Oh, you don't have a full length? I don't have a full length. But at work, there's the perfect height mirror. It's not a full length, but it's just the right height. And so nice. at work, when I'm you know scrubbing my little mitts, on the way out because nobody else is allowed in the bathroom since it's one person only allowed in now. Right. Uh, I'll give it a little look. You look back at it real quick? Check in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. As you should. I look at my butt all the time. Whenever the opportunity arises. Well, it's good to know it's still there. Like, did I leave it at home? No, it's here. No, there it is, baby. <laughs> um, the scene with Andy taking your meds is like, I don't know. We're so much. I feel like we've evolved beyond this. Oh, my God. Maybe? Yes. So, like. Yes, let's please score this scene with Andy taking her doctor prescribed medication with sappy, sad music so that we know medication is terrible mm -hmm. and that it's so stigmatized. So obviously I knew nothing about Dawson's Creek going into this. What do you remember like the general reaction to this storyline? Was there any kind of reaction or was this just like taken on surface level? I don't remember. Um, there are a couple episodes coming up that have a uh, a bigger reaction. Their storyline is a bigger reaction in my mind, in my memory. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if maybe this didn't get any reaction or if though that reaction overshadowed this reaction. I doubt it got any reaction because I think this was just so such a normal way to portray taking medication back in the late 90s. Yeah. Like I think if this was ever playing out like this is in a present day show, people would be like, okay, this is a little tired. Yeah. Instead, they were like, no, that that the tone was right. <laughs> yeah. How dare she take Xanax? Well, or, she was taking me, Xanax. Yeah. Xanax. <laughs> Xanax. Xanax is a 2017 song by Gary Leroy. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I looked it up. I was like, what's Xanax? Maybe that's I don't know. Um, but then I also looked it up because her prescription is for 20 milligrams. That's Ooh, that, that's too much. <laughs> that'll knock you out for two days, dude. <laughs> Normal dosage is like 0.5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't know. I actually, I had to ask somebody. Um, oh. Because I don't take it regularly. I did take it once when I, when I was having a panic attack from because hard alcohol gives me a panic attack. So, really? um, just something to note for our 20 year old listeners. Uh, sometime in your mid 30s, you will note that hard alcohol, um, the hangover. Is a panic attack. So enjoy. Sometimes, enjoy. Yeah, your in your late twenties or in early thirties, you start to label your alcohol with like what it'll do to you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if I really want to black out, I'll just drink brown liquor, and uh, by golly, it sure does the trick. Yeah. If I want to feel terrible in the next morning, champagne. Oh, I love champagne. I love champagne too, but it always gives me the worst headache because there's all that sugar in it. Champagne and tequila are fine for me. I don't really mm. have any reaction to it. Well, it must be nice. It is. It's, it's literally the only nice thing about being me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, body. <laughs> you did it. 
<laughs> um, as always, this show is going very smoothly. Uh, anyway, at the library, <laughs> um, we find out that our naked lady, Rachel Lee Cook, her name is Devin. So cool actor. So cool. cool name. Fucking cool name. And she's so cool. She's so cute. Yeah. She, she and, like never has to wear makeup. Can I? I'll, I've seen her in real life. Oh. She also doesn't have to wear makeup in real life. Ugh. Infuriating. That is infuriating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, I just was infuriated the entire time. I had the same kind of reaction when I saw Mila Kunis in person. Um, because she was like in sweatpants with like messy hair and no makeup. And I was like, God damn it, you're still gorgeous. The nerve. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. The nerve. If you just a quick shout out to Mila Kunis, Rachel Lee Cook, et al. If and you Katie look, Holmes. And Katie. Oh. But Katie Holmes, for sure. Take note. Katie Holmes, we'll give you a second. Get a pen and paper. Don't do <laughs> notes app shit. You got to do pen and paper so you can write it down so you can have a little bit more muscle memory of this. If you look like you do and you go into public, please put on makeup because it's helpful to everyone else that has to see you and yeah. to like not be so jealous. It just congratulations. You, really you look like you do. You don't have to flaunt your natural beauty. Like some of us don't wake up looking <laughs> like that. Okay. <laughs> Some of us wake up looking like Shrek. We can't all be Fiona's. <laughs> Some of us have to be Shrek's. Rachel Lee Cook. Well, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Devin runs into Dawson at the college library, and um, she we find out that she's an actress, which uh, isn't that perfect because this confident and cool brunette might just be. The perfect lead. Not a coincidence oh, at all. Not a coincidence at all. Dawson trying to like brag about his film winning this <laughs> tiny little award at a film festival is so triggering. So because I went to college with so many of those types of guys who were just like, yeah, it's tiny little film festival. Slamdance like, wanted it, but we deferred. Um <laughs> <laughs> It was so triggering. I was like, I want the scene to end so bad. Yeah. Um, ultimately, Devin ends up taking the script from Dawson and then tells him to be careful because, quote, stronger men have been crushed by what I think. Ooh. I want to trade Abby for Devin. And then I yeah. want Devin to have a spinoff. And I want it to go forever. Okay. Wow. Big statements. Yeah. Let's get Kevin Williamson on the phone and pitch that to him. Beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. Beep, bop, boop, beep. Ring, ring. Ring, <laughs> Hello, operator. <laughs> Man, we can keep going on this bit all night, all podcasts. We can. Shall we? Yeah. How many people do you think just exited out? All of them except for Kamala. And Maddie. We got you, Maddie. <laughs> yeah. Maddie's not going anywhere. What's we up, girl? We through things. The line <laughs> at Indiana Jones got stopped because somebody fell and like hit, hurt their eye very badly. That sucks. Yeah, there was blood everywhere. Ew. Could have used Maddie, I guess. She's pre-med. Oh, true. Yeah. We can keep going because Maddie's probably our only listener, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Maddie, what are your hopes and dreams? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. Cool, cool. Oh, that's admirable. <laughs> oh, man. We got to take the show live. The live shows at it's Philadelphia Cream amazing. Cheese Theater are going to be great. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get really nervous when I look down and see Kamala right in the front row. She loves you so much, though. She just wants what's best for you. I know. That is true. She's always been so good to me. I can I can feel how much I'm sweating. 
<laughs> there is a heat wave in the United States, and Kim is not allowed to put her air conditioning on while we record. So she is just a, a constant stream of sweat. It's just very loud, is all. F- fellas. <laughs> fellas. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sweaty. <laughs> Some guys are into that. You never know. I think the guys that are into that are perhaps not my first choice of gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's that's judging a book by its cover. I know. All right. Let's back get to back the to show that. Dawson's Creek. Um, at Jen's, Grams is back, baby! Graham, she's back, and she has, like, some kind of game. Yeah, she's brought with her a gentleman caller. A gentleman caller. Ty. Tyson Hicks. Uh, Ty is played by Eddie Mills, a handsome man, who is in House... Murder in the First, and a little gem of a movie called Pause P.I. Pause P.I., you ask? What's a movie that I own? Because it was DP'd by the only other person besides you and now Maddie that I'm obsessed with, Chloe Weaver Bennett. Oh, Chloe is a great DP. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, So yeah, Ty. Um, Grandma, Graham, Grandma. (laughs) Graham's (laughs) has brought Ty over. Um, I missed Graham so much. I actually did too, and didn't realize how much I would miss her until she was gone. Yeah, just what like a life Bodie. lesson. Bodie, Bodie. <laughs> uh, Grams wants to play matchmaker because oh, isn't it so interesting that our sweet young Ty would like to help out with the talkie that Jen's making? The talkie. She does call it a picture. <laughs> yeah, she does. She, it's the sweetest. She's like, oh, aren't you doing a picture? And Jen's like, Grams, go eat dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god go eat dirt <laughs> uh, just because of nutrition yes <laughs> okay cool very gamey uh, in his bedroom Dawson and Pacey are switching out movie posters and talking Xanak Dawson says that he, um, he or Dawson's trying to get Pacey to like chill about the Xanax Pacey wants to help Andy but he doesn't know how but it's not in his nature just sit around and not do nothing He's Pacey. He wants to help and he out. He loves her. He does love her. I mean, like, sure, should he mind his own business and not meddle in her medical history? Yeah. You just started but dating the, her about a week ago, bud. Yeah. But at the same time, it is we do love Pacey and we understand that it's coming from a good place of he wants to support his gal. Yeah. Uh, and then once again, we get Dawson only being a good friend to Pacey when he's helping him with lady troubles because he's great with Pacey here. Yeah. He tells them that she's under a lot of pressure and the only thing he can do is make their time as stress-free as possible. Very sweet. Um, as they're putting up the posters, Pacey jokes, telling Dawson's life story in his own bedroom is pretty perverse, even for Dawson. Have you hmm. ever, how many things like in film school and then um, post-film have you shot in your bedroom? Not making a porn joke, genuinely asking. <laughs> um, Maybe just one or two things. I never usually did it in my apartment or how home. In your home. In college, I used my dorm room for a short film. Actually, I used my college dorm room a lot. Yeah. Um, but not really in real life. How about you? Um, you shoot a lot more than I do, though. Yeah, I've I've shot while well, over the pandemic. I was shooting a bunch of stuff in here in my apartment. Right, because you couldn't go anywhere else. Couldn't go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, like a couple things where that required like cr- not cr- big crew, but like crews to come in and stuff. And mm. it never just a hot tip for all of our film students listening, <laughs> listening to this podcast in lieu of going to film school because you're getting so much solid information. Mm. Um, 
don't do that. Don't go. Don't go to film school. Oh, go uh, do whatever is in your you heart and budget. <laughs> do whatever you think you'll get a better return of investment on. Yeah, but don't shoot stuff in your room unless you absolutely have to. Okay, why? I don't know. I just never. You like never love the look of it. It always. I don't well, know because there's nothing special about your room. You're in it every day. Exactly, and I think that like think I'm looking back and thinking about stuff that I shot there. Like I don't, I love the other parts of it that I shot, but not what was in there. And I wonder if it's just because like I just know it's my bedroom. Mm. It doesn't read like anything else. It just reads like your bedroom. Yeah, and probably also because now that I'm thinking about it and really playing this out, I have that giant poster of myself, just mm, like doing on the ceiling. Yeah, just like arms crossed like a 90s tv poster kind of a look right like a glamour shot yeah and i leave it up there i don't take it off the ceiling because mm. i'm so short <laughs> you can't reach it you couldn't <laughs> if you wanted to i had to jump on the bed to jump up and put the tack up <laughs> on it <laughs> oh god the visual it's great it's great oh, man um anyway man uh, it all stays in <laughs> <laughs> we have fun we're three hours into this recording so far. Um, <laughs> outside, as Dawson's getting set up for, I guess, a read-through? Is that what's happening here? I don't know. I, I, I'm concerned that they are so close to shooting this without their lead. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally about to have a read-through without their lead. Yeah, they're like, we're rolling in like two hours and we don't have a lead, but it's like, whatever. Indie filmmaking is such a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, as they're doing that, uh, Dawson comes over to tell him that she didn't love the script. It's heavy-handed and overly verbose. Verbose. Devin comes over to tell Dawson. What did I say? Dawson comes over to tell him. <laughs> Dawson would never tell himself that. No, Dawson would never give himself <laughs> bad criticism. <laughs> I have a note. Um, it's not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> um. As they're getting set up, Devin comes over to tell Dawson that she didn't love the script because it's heavy-handed and overly verbose. And of course, that's like Dawson's worst nightmare. Yeah, obviously, because she's Joey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's why. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he tells her that he doesn't want her in the movie anyway. She's not right for the character. And she's a little small. <laughs> um, she is a little tiny. She's, she's a, very wee. She is. And I looked it up and then like didn't write it down. But she is sh confirmed she is shorter than... Uh, Katie Holmes. Eh, throw her on an apple box or two. Yeah, you're fine. I also loved Devin's response here. She tells him that if he's going to have feelings hurt, he'll never make it in Hollywood. And also, good luck in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what I love about this is that Devin is a freshman in film school. Yeah. She's <laughs> or an acting. Literally fresh out of college yeah, or high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, he'll never make it in Hollywood. Devin, I, unless you go there on a school field trip, you also have yet to make it in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she will. She's got the it factor. She will. She really does. Finally, Dawson says he's going to let her audition. He wants her to read scene five, but she'd rather do 15, something closer to the middle. What may that be? It's the post-beauty pageant. It's just lipstick scene. But it's not just lipstick. She says it's just cosmetic enhancement. I know. I'm it's like, why? Because it's almost Dawson's life, but changed enough. Just say... Lipstick. Why change it? I would have loved if she said lipstick because, you know, we always quote, it's just lipstick. And to see RLC say that, but it's fine because you know what else happened in this scene? The boom, 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 boom. <gasps> there was? We did. So a little boom at the top. Danny G. Yeah, Aww. Danny always just popping in to say hello. His love is like the wind. 
Aw, comes and goes. Yeah. I wonder if Tangie G worked on that because that was shot in Wilmington, I believe. Act two. At the Ice House, uh, Joey says she needs to leave early because of Dawson's movie. And that's when we find out that Jack is also working on the movie. But here's my question. If these two leave early, who's running the place? Bessie. Where's Bessie? I don't know. In the back. Oh, okay. Where's Bodie? (laughs) And the baby. (laughs) And Graham's the baby. (laughs) Oh, I love that you remember so closely that they did name it after her. (laughs) Of course. I'm Um, a dedicated Dawson's Creek fan. (laughs) Of course. Number one. Number one fan. Uh, In the meantime, before the Ice House, I guess, closes forever due to a lack of being a legitimate operation, uh, Joey takes Devin's order. Devin is there to do a character study of Joey, and it comes out supernatural and not at all concerning. Yeah. (laughs) It comes off in the least stalkery way possible Mm -hmm. and definitely not a cause for concern. Nope. She's just casually mimicking every single word and gesture that Joey has. And then when Jack brings her the soda, she asks Jack to tell her everything he knows about Joey. Casual. Again, very casual. (laughs) Cool and natural. Um, At Andy's house, Pacey starts a conversation with, how's it hanging, girl? And that's how you know he's going to talk about something serious. Mm. (laughs) He literally says, how's it hanging, girl? I thought that was kind of cute. I like when guys call their girlfriends girl. Oh, okay. I don't know. Pacey can do no wrong. Yeah, it's true. He really um, is it. He really can or he really can't. He really cannot do any wrong. Okay. Andy. So Pacey says he wants to talk to her about the Xanax and Andy says it's her mom's. But after Pacey asked her not to lie to her, Andy says that she started taking it after Tim uh, died, their brother. She also says that her doctor isn't going to refill her prescription because she wants her to try therapy. Which. <laughs> So she's taking Xanax without a therapist. Yeah, I mean, if her doctor prescribed it to her. This whole family needs therapy. And well, so does true. Pacey. Yes. Frankly. Yes. I, I mean, everyone needs therapy, but like. Everyone needs therapy. If she's taking Xanax for a, a tragedy, like her brother dying in an awful car accident that she was in. I don't know. Like, maybe therapy should have been immediately happening. Yeah. Maybe, maybe talk it out. Yeah. At Dawson's, it's rehearsal time. And that's when you find out that the Jen character is named Kim. <laughs> that's exciting maybe, for me. Yeah. It's a moment. It is a moment for you. <laughs> um, don't worry. In season four, there's an excellent Zaz arc. Yes. Thank goodness. My time has come. <laughs> yeah. Zaz is around the world. Rejoice. <laughs> there's no other Zaz. Don't worry. Tell that to all my cousins. Ugh. Ugh. Buzzkill. I will. One by one, <laughs> get them on the Zoom and I will explain. Uh, They're rehearsing a scene where Jen, nay, Kim, is crashing movie night. But, I'm sorry, not movie night. Video night. Oh, that makes it different. Yeah, it's very different. <laughs> um, so as they're doing the scene, life imitates art, and Joey watches Jen crash her own movie. So through this movie that they're making on this show, mm-hmm. they're kind of like... Ma- it's like a mini highlight reel of everything that's ever happened in, on Dawson's Creek, the show, which is the most Kevin Williamson thing to do, <laughs> because as we know from last season, he loves to like spoof his own work, which yeah. he's doing again in a very different kind of meta way. I mean, you got to give him credit. It's creative. It's interesting. But I'm like, oh, it's a little cringy. I say good for him. Listen, am I above it? Would I do it? Yeah, for sure. In a heartbeat. I'm not above that. I have no dignity. 
Yeah, I agree. You're completely right. That is what it is. It's a highlight reel. It's a Kevin Williamson yeah. highlight reel. But with different, slightly different words. Someone pulled out a thesaurus. Um. <laughs> Wait until they shoot the scene where uh, Jen answers the phone and the person on the phone says, um, what's your most best? What's another word for favorite? Preferred. What's your preferred horror film? So as we're doing this, uh, Devin is method and wants to ask Joey some questions, starting with like a super easy one just to get us comfortable. Hey, Joey, I think the two main characters that you are based on, you and Dawson are both based on, are soulmates who will be connected forever. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the act, yeah. so we'll never know yeah, guess, how Joey feels about that. I guess that. not. This lady has no chill, just like Dawson. Maybe she and Dawson are meant Maybe. for each other. But I would never do that to RLC. No, she's way too good. Act three, it's movie time, baby! Exterior school, day, Wade exits, followed by Sammy. <laughs> That's as much as the movie we see. Nice. <laughs> um, as Dawson is shooting the scene, he trips over, like, Jack or Ty. I, I actually watched it, like, three times to try and figure out how it happened. I'm not totally sure, but Dawson trips over somebody, and it's a mess. Yeah, there's a scene. lot of white guys in this show that look exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, Jen, by the way, is nailing being a producer. She's got her little producer's hat on. It is strapped under her chin. She is ready to go. Her little jacket, cup of coffee, telling everyone they're behind schedule. Yeah. She's like, we got to get our first shot off. And I was like, bitch, tell them. Let them know. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I don't know, nothing, I guess. Apropos of nothing. Jack asked Joey if this movie is bothering her while talking with candy in his mouth. So endearing. <laughs> He's literally like chomping. <laughs> Oh, he says um, the last thing he'd do if he were trying to get over someone is make a movie about it. And someone needs to pass the message along to Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone over there. Am I right? God, I'm Jack. God, could not love him anymore. He's good. And now we get a montage of the movie making business. Bare naked ladies. Yeah. How do you not sing along to this song whenever you hear it? Impossible. Impossible. They've used this song before, right? Or is this just like embedded in my memory of every 90s TV show and movie ever? I think that's what it is. Oh, uh, yeah. Bare Naked Ladies, it's all been oh, done. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. I guess you just bop to it? Okay. I'm dancing. No, I see that you're dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your version yeah. of dancing. Now we got the shoulders in. If only you guys can see this. It's quite a sight. We should be putting these on YouTube. Because I'll tell you right now, I don't know how it looks, but I can tell what it feels like. And this is a look I want on YouTube. Yeah, forever. same. <laughs> Talk about all natural, baby. Yeah. Ugh. To be a Rachel Lee Cook in a situation Ugh. like this. To be a Rachel Lee Cook anytime. In any situation. Anyway, so we get a movie making business. And then Jen asks Ty out. Real uh, gender bender there. Jen asking Ty yeah, out. Yeah, but Jen's always had moxie. She does. She got Moxie for days. She knows what she wants and she goes out and gets it. Moxie is an excellent description for her. Yeah. So great job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Chris. Oh, we well, we failed to mention this entire time for those who are listening for our jokes and female empowerment friendship, but are not watching the show along with us. Um, Chris is also in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's. As well. I don't yeah. think he says anything ever. He's just there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's around. Well, he got paid. He, uh, they have d- notes on their character, so. They're going over the dance scene where Dawson punched Jack. Chris, um, I don't know. Like, he wants Dawson. He thinks that his character would play it cool in that scene, which, no. There's no way he would have played it cool. No. 
Just because you want to play yeah. it cool, Chris. Sammy, you're played by Rachel Lee Cook. I have no notes for you. Everything you're doing is perfect. Um, Dawson says that her character is an angry girl. And no, I think that Joey has an edge, but I don't think that she is, quote, an angry girl. No, she's too shy and quiet to be considered angry. Congratulations on your writing. I guess congratulations on your writing. You're getting a movie made. I don't know. <laughs> Better than we've ever done. <laughs> Just oh. kidding. Kim's actually made a lot of movies. Um, nobody's really seen them. They're on Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we also get a little Dawson and Joey scene here as Dawson goes over what he felt when he realized that Joey had kissed Jack. He's not over her in case this entire movie didn't clue you into that fact. (laughs) Dawson still loves Joey. Right. Dawson, Devin tries to get some character notes from Joey. But she also agrees that she's not angry by nature. I agree. Then Devin tries a new tactic and asks how she's able to date Jack while being in love with Dawson. And guess what? That gets Joey angry. Yeah, definitely gets under her skin. And then she tells her off. But you love to see it. You do love 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 to see it. You love to see Joey growing some balls and speaking up for herself and looking cute doing it. Her line that when she exits is, she's too short to play me. I laughed at that. Fun facts. Katie Holmes is 5'9". Rachel Lee Cook is 5'2". Oh, wow. Same. Over in the props and hair department, Andy is yelling at Devin for losing the Brett, which I'm I'm on Andy's side here because, you know, you got to keep things. But also a Brett is hair, not prop. True. Although Andy as a prop master is so on brand for her. It's, it was so <laughs> perfect. We used to have a prop master on a show, on a kid's show, and he would do like during the production meetings he would do some of the props in the meeting. Oh, cute. So it'd be like, okay, well, we're going to have a confetti gun. And then he'd be like, what kind of confetti gun do you want? And he would have like three confetti guns and shoot them all off. I'm sure the PAs who had to clean that up loved it. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't me. So uh-huh. who knows? <laughs> it's good to be the whatever is not a king and also not the court gesture. Somewhere in gesture. the middle. A townsperson? Good to be a townsperson. <laughs> Anyway, so Andy's pissed and Pacey pulls her away because the only possible reason for her anger must be her meds. No. Andy says that these things, that she keeps adding up, adding things to her life. Jack, her mom, school, and Pacey. And she needs to subtract something. But Pacey better be careful because he's the only thing that's expendable on that list. Ayo. She, this is the, this scene is the inspiration to Beyonce's Irreplaceable. Is it? Yeah, fun fact. (laughs) You heard it here first. Beyonce watched this episode and was like, you know what? Don't you ever for a second get to thinking you're irreplaceable. Man. Yeah. Just kidding. That's well, obviously not VH1 true. behind the music. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, good for Andy. I mean, take him to church. She don't need him. Yeah. Uh, Pacey tries to slow the train down, but Andy's already, I don't know, at the station. Mm-hmm. I, don't know I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Uh, anyway, she tells Pacey to leave her alone. And it definitely looks like a breakup on Andy's side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of breakups, they're shooting the post-punch scene. That one's tricky to say. The post-punch scene. And Joey wants to talk to Dawson. She pulls it into an empty classroom and finally asks if his movie is the his his perverse way of moving on or if it's just punishment. She's glad he found it so easy to move on, but she hasn't gotten gotten there yet. Uh, Dawson lists all the things she's gotten since the breakup. Art and Jack. So two things. <laughs> all, oh, look at all look these at all things. These, these things. two things. And says is his movie is the one thing he's got left. He hasn't moved on and he hasn't let go. 
Uh, I was listening to Glennon Doyle's podcast the other day. Yes. As we talk about. And she was talking about how hate isn't the opposite of love. Indifference is. I listened to that episode just today. I love that. And I love that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she says, if you're having trouble letting go of the anger you feel towards someone, maybe it's because you're not ready to let go of the love and that's how it's manifesting. I know. It's so sweet. It's, it was, um, it makes a lot of sense. Totally. If you think about She's it. She's so wise. She really is. Ugh. We love you, Glennon. Everyone, unsubscribe to us and go subscribe to her. I mean, you could subscribe to both. I mean, there's room for us all. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to resubscribe to us then. (laughs) And also to uh, We Can Do Hard Things podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And on that, act four. Wait, can I please point out my most favorite set decoration I've ever seen on television? In that classroom, and I didn't notice it last episode when we were in that classroom with Abby, but there is a poster on the wall right next to them that says, improve your vocabulary, read stuff. (laughs) And I was like, this has to be a joke, but I want this poster so bad. (laughs) Improve your vocabulary, read stuff. (laughs) And I was just so thrilled to have caught that. And I don't even think I paid attention to the scene. I just was laughing. Good job. Yeah. Act four. Gramps is there to help. They're wrapped, I guess, for the day. And Gramps is there to help clean up. Cute. Grams. I love that she's there. She tells Jen that she watched everyone working together as part of a team under Jen's leadership and she says that she was proud. So cute. So cute. She says, quote, I found myself watching a beautiful, accomplished young woman who just happens to be my granddaughter. Oh. I can't do a, an impression like you can. Mm, not everyone can. Not even Grams yeah, sometimes. Mine's more authentic <laughs> than Grams. <laughs> a woman producer. What a wonderful time to be a woman. These are things that Graham mm-hmm. says. You can do anything you want and without a man by your side. Uh, I love this for Gramps. Mm-hmm. This is a great yeah. side of her. Also, she has a second. It would be great if she could just do a quick aside with the racist version of herself. I know. Feels like um, well, she's, she might be a good influence. Yeah. The black boyfriend's not around anymore, so she's not too worried about it. That's true. That that, <laughs> that element is. Where, where, where is, is Bodie? He? I miss him. Oh. I feel like we just started to get to know him and he had a baby and I was like, okay, bye. He's out. Maybe he's out building the perfect puka shell necklace for baby Grams. Aw, little mini one. He has to go find all the shells. Yeah. <laughs> Real homemade. Real homemade. Really authentic. And then Grams sends Jen off on her date with Ty and very cutely asked her not to stay out too late. Hmm. Real turnaround from the last time we saw Jen and Grams. What are you up to, Grams? What's your game here, Grams? Oh, and she's got a game. She got game. Oh, that movie is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one. Um, wait, I'm he thinking of game. you're he, thinking of love. I, actually, and yep, a hundred percent. You're so great. Yeah. Thank you. Very I, I, much. I know what's Thank happening up much. in there. <laughs> I know how your mind works by now. <laughs> Unfortunately <laughs> for you, uh, out in the halls, Dawson runs into a very gloomy Pacey and tells him to let Andy go. Which, Dawson, you were so great in the beginning of this episode. Please stop bringing your Joey baggage into this. It is a different situation. Stop bringing your Joey baggage into everything. Like, nobody wants to hear about it anymore. The only place that he needs to take his Joey baggage is to a therapist's office. There you go. That's the only place for baggage. Um, He says, let her go because it's the only way you can really get someone to come back. Which is also, like, not the, then you're missing the point of letting someone go. Pacey says this isn't a case of teen romance gone sour. It's different for them. And he's not going to let Andy go, which I think is the right move for Pacey, not for Dawson. Dawson needs to let that little bird fly. Never listen to Dawson's advice. Never. Perfect advice is to never listen to his advice. Never listen to him. 
Do the opposite of what Dawson tells you. So listen to know what not to do. Right, exactly. On to Jen's state with Ty. He just wants to very quickly, on the way to their date, um, stop by his friend Lloyd's place. For a party. For a party. Who's Lloyd? Who cares? Who cares? Jen's like, I love a party. Let's go. Glug, glug. <laughs> Lloyd is the leader of the youth group whose gathering he's brought Jen to. A significant mis- misreading of Jen. So now Graham's plan comes full circle because she's always pushing Jesus on our little heathen Jen. Mm-hmm. So she's like, yeah, go out with this young boy. He'll bring you to a Bible course study. It'll be marvelous. You can even put it in your picture. At Andy's, Pacey shows up with a rose and gets a door in his face. So what does this literal prince do? Just climbing, climbing that chalice. Well, that's what he knows. That's <laughs> what he knows. You know, that's what these kids know is just... If you get your door, if you get a door slammed in your face, just keep on trespassing until someone lets you in the house. Mm-hmm. Whenever God closes a door, he opens a capeside window. He opens a second floor window and a magical little ladder appears. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Totally. He tells Andy that he's not going to let her push him away. Then Andy says she just wants to feel better. And Pacey says that he knows he that he can help her. And then we get their first I loves you. I love I loves I you. I love you. <laughs> first I loves you, which is very sweet. That is sweet. But also to all of our 15-year-old listeners and Maddie, um please involve a parent. Talk to Gail. These kids <laughs> need some help. Like <laughs> Yeah, they can't keep making all these decisions on their own. Yeah, they're being too grown up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a parent. Yeah. Even if it's not, you know, just a- an adult. Right. That's not Tamara. Or us. Or, oh, no, I said adult. Yeah, true. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> uh, out at the school, Devin tells Dawson that he impressed her. He made such an effort to make the movie match reality, but still reality. <laughs> that was a weird pronunciation. He made such an effort to ma- make the movie match reality, but still change the ending. Speaking of changing endings, Devin and Chris exit, and Dawson runs into Joey. Joey apologizes for telling him for yelling at him and says it was unfair, which it wasn't. But good on her, I guess, for the apology. It was very warranted, but okay. It was about damn time. If anything, it was just a little late. Mm. Dawson says that he thought making this movie would help him put the past behind him, but it hasn't worked. He says he spent the last few months trying to figure out how to be without her, but all he's wanted to do is pour his, pour his heart out to his best friend. Joey tells him that it's just it's been just as hard for her, but she knows they'll always be connected, and in the meantime, they need to move on. <laughs> She's right, but also tough. Uh, tough love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You love to see it. Um, you know what else we love to see? What? The, the sweet, sweet music cue. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was so happy when I heard my man Bruce Springsteen's voice, Sad Eyes, starts playing. Interesting choice. Like, I never thought I would hear Bruce Springsteen on Dawson's Creek. I think there were a lot of people. If Google had been around when the show was on, there were a, there would have been a high number of people just learning up Bruce Springsteen for the first time that night. Oh, that's really Googling sad. It. Oh, it's very sad. Anyway. But it was a surprising, because the one of the episodes just prior was Jessica Simpson. Yeah. No no diss to Jessica, Jessica Simpson, but. Uh, we got Bare Naked Ladies and Bruce in one TV program. <laughs> yeah. In case you guys, um, if this is the first time you're ever listening to this podcast, I am from New Jersey. And um, something very unique about me I love Bruce Springsteen. I know, hot take, because, you know, he's such an 
underrated musician, but uh, yeah, big Springsteen guy. Yeah. What are other things that you love? You love unrequited love. No, I hate unrequited love. Like, unlike everyone else. I think that's what always confuses me because everyone else is like, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Stop razzing me for that. You're crazy. (laughs) Razzing. Razzing. Oh. Um, Speaking of sad eyes, this is the last episode for Chris Wolf. Oh. An alien in Roswell. I'm not that mad. I'm not that mad either because not my favorite character. Also not mad because I liked Roswell. Copy. Copy that. Way to go, Jason Bear. Uh, Next week, season two, episode 14, to be or not to be? That's the question. Um, No, that is the question is episode 15. (laughs) It's literally just episode 14 is to be or not to be. Saw that one coming. Episode 15, and that is the question. Ayo. Hey, Kim, if uh, people wanted to contact you regarding heat waves, humidity... (laughs) Um, non-air conditioned apartments, sweating buckets, sweating buckets. Where can they find you on social media? <laughs> um, thank you so much for asking. These are things that I am very well versed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. Beautiful. And Zaz, if people want to talk to you about um, sweat buckets, which was a real thing that someone really suggested on a show that we worked on together called Heart of Dixie. Mm. Um, when it was hot outside and somebody, a professional, suggested, what if we just bring out buckets of water and then everyone can dip their rags in it? <laughs> everyone can dip their rags in it, wipe their sweaty brows, and then dip the rag back in the bucket and then wipe their brows. And this was like not a PA. It was someone just... A, a department head. A department, a department head, head was suggesting this. And we were all just looking at this person like horrified. Until someone was finally like, no. No, we're not going to do sweat buckets. That's not a good idea. Anyway, yeah. but. If and that he- was the last time Rachel Bilson ever pitched an idea to us. <laughs> <laughs> she would never oh, she's anyways, so pretty. Archive. I know. Um, back to me, though. As always. <laughs> At Ashley Zaz on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Let's talk about sweat buckets, baby. <laughs> that is your Twitter bio. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, you can find our show at Dawson's Darlings and, uh, you know, talk about it online at Disneyland Rides, you know, let's get the word out there. Also online on the Internet. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know yeah, the Internet I- doesn't have a very far reach yet, but I think it'll get there. Give it a shot. Google Bruce Springsteen. He could use the numbers. Mm. Indie artist trying to make it in this town. Mm. <laughs> Bandana and his but pocket pocket oh he's so cute anyway thanks for listening we really do appreciate it Mm